if you're listening to this podcast, you probably want to do your job from anywhere in the world. As it turns out, there's a company that can help you do exactly that. Uh, it's called Unsettled, and it's a startup that organizes remote work retreats in Buenos Aires, Bali, Cape Town, and a few other cities. For about $2,000, they'll pick you up from the airport, put you up in a private room, give you a shared workspace for a month, make sure you have strong Wi-Fi, a local SIM card, and they'll host social stuff with the other guest workers. Now, frankly, all of this to me sounds a little uh, campy. I personally prefer to work and travel independently, but people swear by Unsettled. So I was curious. I wanted to know a little bit more about how the company works and the kind of people who sign up for it. So I chatted with Alex Mandel. She's their head of community growth. Uh, she herself is a bit of a digital nomad. She was hosting her first retreat for the company in Bali, Indonesia. My name is Michael Freeman, and this is How to Make Money Traveling, a podcast by Outpost Travel Media. The name is pretty self-explanatory. In this podcast, I try and detail all the ways you can make money on the road. Unsettled is all about that. So listen to Alex try to convince my curmudgeonly skeptical self that Unsettled really is a cool thing and helps inspire a lot of people. Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Outpost's new travel web series, Tan Your Mind to Thailand. Last summer, we put out a national call for two unknown travel hosts to send around the country, and we found them. We wound up sending Jess, a singer from Montreal, and Abra, a nutritionist from northern BC, all across Thailand to get a real feel of the country. They trekked across northern jungles around Chiang Mai, they snorkeled off the southern beaches of Koh Tao Island, they met a man who spent his whole life working with remote hill tribes near the Burmese border, they toured an ancient temple with a Buddhist monk, there's just so much you've got to watch the show and see it for yourself. So check it out at www.tanyourmind.com. Follow Outpost Magazine on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to catch all the latest updates. Thanks to our partners in Adventure for helping to make this show possible. That's Cathay Pacific Airways, Osprey Packs, Chaco Footwear, and the Tourism Authority of Thailand. So you just got to uh, Bali, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, how many days ago? I did, almost a week ago now. A week ago. Okay, so what have you done so far? <laughs> so I'm here launching our um, Unsettled Bali retreat this May. Um, so, you know, our, I got here a few days early to kind of get acclimated and get over the jet lag myself. And our participants, we had about uh, 27 participants arrive on uh, Monday the 1st. And so my first week here has really been uh, dominated by getting them set up, um, you know, obviously logistically, but also um, connecting them to each other, um, leading, you know, meaningful sessions that will uh, allow them not only just to get to know each other, but really see um, the value in each other and how they can, um, you know, really support each other and work together to, you know, come to do what they came here to do, which is really try on, you know, different habits and, 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 um, try on what it feels like to be the best versions of themselves, you know, which is which is really hard to do when you're kind of stuck in the daily grind. You know, they they all came here to um, break out of their routine and, and do something different. And, and you know, me, some of them are... Sorry, sorry go ahead. I was just going to ask if you can give me some, like, concrete examples of what you mean by 
connecting people and supporting people like yeah what the day-to-day yeah. is yeah thank you so we i actually just before uh we started talking finished up a, uh, a session with them called the wish and gift session which is um a session that allows them to pretty tangibly share you know what they are working on what they are hoping um to accomplish in the next month and um what they have what they what they see is you know, being able to give, you know, to the community. So we went through, you know, all 27 people and, and introduced themselves and talked about what is it that we're working on? What do we want to um, accomplish this month? And, and what do we hope to give to the community? And then we did an exercise where we kind of connected them all um, <laughs> using strings. It was pretty, it was a physical, it's a physical thing. Um, and everyone was able to see like where they, who are the people they should be, you know, chatting with. And, um, and the reality is that, you know, through, through that exercise, they saw that everybody had something, um, you know, that they were able to give that would contribute towards their project or everyone had something to contribute. Now, I'm, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a cynical guy. So <laughs> some of the stuff about like strings and giving to the community, like still strikes me as a, as a little sort of abstract. I, I, I mean, clearly, you know, it, you guys have this incredibly successful startup so far, be it for me to criticize it, but I'm just giving my reaction. And uh, I mean, what would you like, do you get people who sign up who are a little, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit more cynical or uh, don't want to participate in some of these events? And if so, how do you like, how do you maneuver that? <laughs> for sure. I always explain it on, when I, when I'm talking to people who apply, it's, this is a, this is an adult experience. It's a professional experience. It's not a, a summer camp. You know, everything is optional and opt, opt in, you know, I, they basically have, um, you know, a menu of options each day of, of activities that are going on or that, you know, some of the other members may have set up for the group and, and everyone decides for themselves where they want to opt in and where they want to opt out, you know, and obviously that can be based on their natural cynicism or it could be based on just their workload. You know, some people are just busy and aren't able to attend. Um, so, you know, those people who are interested in in seeing you know, what everybody else is working on, how they can contribute to that and what they can gain um, do come to the session. And, and it ends up, the wish and gift session in particular ends up being one of the more valuable ones because, for example, there's people who are looking to set up a new business and we have, you know, uh, incredibly successful entrepreneurs in the room. We have investors in the room. We have uh, designers and salespeople and marketing people all in the room, right? So it, you know, I, I gave you kind of a high-level overview, but the reality of what that session is is being able to really clearly see who is it that I can help and who, who can help me on what I'm working on. Um, and we do it in the first few days so that that kind of sets the tone. And, you know, and then, we, you know, the connections are very clear. And I did do it in a I, – I did it um, <laughs> pretty, you know, we, we addressed it head on and then we kind of did it more abstractly with the strings as more symbolism. But um, the reality is, is that now everyone is very clear on who is it that they want to talk to to accomplish their goals for this month. So, um, you know, I, I see myself as a cynic as well, but this was actually a quite, um, you know, a powerful uh, opportunity to connect professionally. So I'm wondering if you could tell me a bit of... Uh a bit about these people who sign up for these things. Um, obviously, you've mentioned a few like entrepreneurs, but I wonder if you could describe a few people who've passed through um, and the things that they've accomplished, like specifically. 
Yeah, I mean, we get we get a wide range of people who come on our trips. You know, it's there's there's a significant amount of people who are you know freelancers, either digital marketing. We have somebody here who just quit a job at uh, Google in Dublin, and she's been working in digital marketing for the past five years, um, specifically on Google AdWords. And we've had, you know, like I mentioned, we have investors and entrepreneurs, people who have, um, you know, built and sold companies. We've, I was in Medellin a few months ago. We had two people who came to us from the horse racing industry in Kentucky. Uh, we have artists. We have photographers. Um, really, it, you know, Unsettled is a community of people who uh, are able to work remotely but don't want to do it alone, right? So... Uh, we we do get a, quite a right, wide range, and probably a third of people um, who do join are also just people in transition. You know, they've either quit a job and are are, are looking to um, make this kind of location independent career full time, trying to figure out that life, uh, that location independent life for themselves, or maybe they don't even know what's coming next, and they they joined here for inspiration and, and to kind of figure out their next steps. You know, um, so. We get, like I said, people from kind of all walks of life, from all over the world, um, and, and everyone comes for different reasons, but they're all searching for, um, you know, something, whether it's just to unwind or to focus in on their project. One thing that struck me when uh, I was watching some of the videos and, and getting to know some of your literature was that uh, you really promote uh multiculturalism among the group mm. uh like it's not just white dudes who as far <laughs> as i know dominate the digital nomad sphere like a lot of writers and programmers and things like that um and so i get i my my impression was that you were like deliberately marketing this to everyone i want to know if that if that was in fact a conscious effort on your part um to reach out to women and people of color to try to dispel that that stereotype yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think we all we always joke that it would have been really easy for us to go to SF or New York and, and you know, get a bunch of tech bros and bring them onto a beach to code all day. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not what we're doing. You know, it's not what we're trying to do. Um, the biggest, uh, one of the biggest values of Unsettled is that, that depth of diversity. And, and it comes from, you know, obviously people from all over the world, but also age, you know, age range um is, is a huge thing as well you know i think the stereotype is that the typical digital nomad is in their late 20s and early 30s um you know unmarried without kids and without a care in the world and we you know we get parents we have a we have a family retreat we're launching this summer for the first time we get um you know people who are retired people who are you know go pretty far through, throughout their career uh, through their career i'm sorry and People just starting out, you know, and we really believe that you're only learning and growing in so much as you are uh, different from the people you spend your time with. So um, that's definitely something that is deliberate. And I think because uh, a pretty strong focus on Uncelebrated is around personal and professional growth, you know, that diversity is is a built in value uh, of the company and of the, um, you know, of the of the application process, people we look for. I wouldn't mind knowing a bit more about the cities and countries themselves that you choose, namely how how you choose them, and if there, are, if you reach out to business development boards or tourism boards in order to try and create some sort of sponsorship, or you just say Bali seems fun, let's go to Bali. <laughs> um, it's actually neither. We 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 choose locations based on where we you know we can commit 
um, longer term where we see ourselves kind of digging roots and spending time. Um, you know, Bali, we're, we're in Bali six months out of this year. Um, we're starting to invest in Medellin in Colombia and Buenos Aires in Argentina. Um, you know, obviously we launched new trips as well. We just launched Barcelona this month. We're going to Cape Town in October. Um, but the vision is always to have a longer term presence there. And, and that's really um, determined by the connections and opportunities that we that we have or already have or are offered in each of these new look in each of these locations. Right. So, and so but what, um, so so what does that mean that connection like is is there somebody you know there or like yeah, how, what is that connection? Yeah, sometimes it's, you know, friends and family, sometimes it's um people working on interesting projects that reach out to us. It's um yeah, connections that we might have um personally or professionally. And what do you offer? What does Unsettled offer that would convince someone to join who might otherwise say just want to work out of a hostel for a month and travel independently and save a bit of money? You know, a lot of us, I mean, all of us here at Unsettled on the team do travel independently quite a bit as well. But I would say the two things that Unsettled is able to offer that you're not getting uh, if you travel on your own. I mean, the first one is it's pretty obvious. It's just having all the logistics handled for you. You know, for sometimes that's just the hard. It's one of the hardest things is, um, you know, finding a place with a solid connection where you can actually work or solid accommodation um, that you feel comfortable in and, and that feels like home. Um, so just having you know somebody to take care of that for you, I think that's that's a pretty clear and obvious one. And and the second one is that community that you're able to drop into upon arrival. You know, and, and and that can sometimes take quite a bit of time and, and you might not even have an opportunity to do that if you're traveling, you know, for only a week or two and moving on to a new location. So, um, you know, the it, it takes time to find your people. Right. It takes time to figure out where they where they are and how to connect to them and, and how to how to how to make plans, how to how to build a relationship with them. And, and with Adam Settled, everybody comes with that. Um, you know, with that desire to um, to meet new people, to explore together, to grow together, to spend that month together as a community. Um, so that intentionality um, of the community upon, you know, right away upon arrival is is something really special. I mean, we're day four of our of our Bali retreat and they're incredibly close already. Uh, you know, people are talking about when they get home, how they're, they're going to invite you know, people to come visit and, and you can see that there's a real connection and it's only day four. That's uh, quite hard to do with a group of 27 people um, if you're just showing up to a hostel. Hmm. I'm curious about uh, you now a little bit, Alex. Uh, how did you wind up working at Unsettled? <laughs> yeah, it's a funny story. My my older sister actually applied to as a participant to uh, join in Bali, which is kind of how I got turned on to Unsettled in the first place, and uh, it immediately you know connected with me in a, in a really deep way. And um, one of the special, one of the things that's so special about being able to work from Unsettled, like the real privilege is just being able um, to see that you know with everybody that applies. There's so many people who are incredibly enthusiastic and or just saying you know. This spoke to me as soon as I read about it on the website, right? The language, um, you know, and the values that were kind of portraying. So I, I felt it the same way immediately um, and had been working in, 
in, in a, a, a partnerships and sales role at a travel tech company in San Francisco. And before that, have a background facilitating um, groups and, and service trips abroad in, in India and Israel. Um, so, you know, those two those two kind of skills together were, were just a great fit. And uh, I was actually the first uh, hire um, that John and, and Michael made. And we, we've since grown the team. We're now a core team of, uh, of, of more than three. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, so what, what kind of jobs, you mentioned briefly some other countries, what kind of jobs were you working before? Sure. I am right when graduating out of school. I um, I went to India and uh, managed the day to day operations of a service learning trip that brought volunteers from around the world to India to work in, um, you know, education. And they they volunteered in um, what are called hostels in India, which are not not exactly orphanages, but um, homes for vulnerable children. Um, and where they they live there, they go to school there. Um, so I was training volunteers uh, to work there. I was I designed and taught their social justice curriculum of the program, and I was helping manage day to day operations um, of the experience. So volunteers came for three months at a time, and um, you know we worked in Hyderabad uh, in southern India. I spent some time also working in Jaipur in Rajasthan, um, and and was there for about a year and a half, kind of leading groups, um, which is where I get some of this front of the house. Uh, facilitation experience, which is kind of the role I'm currently in. Uh, and then after that, moved to San Francisco and started working for a travel tech um, company doing more traditional inside sales, partnerships, business development, uh, which kind of brought in that side uh, of the, of the, you know, my experience. I'm currently the head of community growth for Unsettled. So I do quite a bit of that business and sales development on the back end behind the scenes, as well as um, you know, every few months getting out into the field and leading some of our groups like I am now in Bali. And just to clarify, the the jobs in India, for example, that was a, a paid job or was that a, a long-term volunteer position? No, it was a paid job. Okay. Those kind of things are just tend to be hard to find, which is why I'm curious. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was a well-paid job, but it was a paid job. <laughs> I, would say, I always tell people I probably had some of the best and, and worst times. <laughs> of my life in India you know it's obviously a very overwhelming uh, crowded uh, busy place you know so I wouldn't call it the, the most comfortable place I've ever lived but um, in, incredibly uh, you know meaningful part of my, my work sure. experience yeah a culture of extremes are, are you uh, still involved in any international development initiatives or charities or things like that no, I would say, unfortunately, no. <laughs> but um, what I really love about what we're doing at Unsettled is I think the eventual, the vision of the company is to be, you know, a sustainable version of uh, the cruise industry. We have a vision to pretty aggressive uh, of goals um, in the next five years in terms of expansion. And the idea is to uh, really be able to invest in each of the locations that we, you know, that we bring people and be able to spark um you know, economic impact. And I've seen that in really tangible ways. Just as I briefly mentioned, I, I got back a few months ago from our retreat in, in Colombia and Medellin. And we worked, I worked with a, a private English tutor who uh, we ended up hooking up with the next group of, of participants. And he, he actually built a business of, of um, English tutoring and translation and, and mentorship around our, um, 
our group. You know, he, he used us as his first client. And that's a, a really awesome example of what we'd love to be doing, um, you know, across the world in each of our locations and, and really giving people the opportunity to travel slowly um, instead of just, you know, a few days or a week at a time and, and really, you know, connect with local businesses and, uh, and you know, and, and people making an impact on the ground. So uh, I wouldn't say I myself am directly, you know, working or volunteering currently, but we, we see uh, Unsettled as a platform for that level of, um, social economic impact um now and over time <clears throat> i'd like just to bring this back to you for a second away from unsettled uh sure. do you uh is so this is your full-time job yeah i do i yes i do uh work full-time for unsettled i also do some consulting as well on the side so um to answer your question i i i, <laughs> I work probably more than full-time i'm curious about uh this startup's uh like financial world um if there are i mean obviously you guys get money from the people coming in is that the exclusive uh, uh source of income or do you have like corporate par uh, partnerships or, or sponsorships or anything like that yeah so we're definitely moving in that direction in, in terms of um, corporate sponsorships and, and working with you know larger corporations and companies that are interested in setting up uh, a, a program where they use Unsettled as a perk, you know, for their employees to, um, you know, um, encourage retention and enable just um, employee satisfaction. Where I wouldn't say we're there yet, um, but we are developing the, the B2B side quite a bit. Um, and beyond that, it's really, you know, individual participants who are coming and joining, um, as well as some private investment. And as for the people themselves um you charge roughly two thousand dollars for a retreat right like i, I recall it's from something like 1600 to 2400 for a month yeah that's that's exactly right it's it's probably around 18 to 1800 to, to uh, 2500 but uh currently and it really does depend on location but a pretty average price is around two thousand dollars for the month when people are doing that do they do the people themselves tend to make money or break even when they're doing that work or is or it's more of a I get the impression that with some of the startup people especially it's more of just a an investment in the experience it's really a mixed bag I mean we definitely have participants here who are making money while here you know we have um, one guy from South Africa who runs um, a creative agency a very successful creative agency who is basically managing his entire team from here so um, he's, de you know, it's not so different than when he was at home. He's just not in his office. Um, we have other people, other entrepreneurs who are, are definitely making money, freelancers um, who are working on with their clients and, and individual projects, um, you know, who are making money on the road and, and with us at Unsettled. So uh, other people are more, like I said, in transition and it was an investment um, in themselves, you know, to come on this experience. Other people might be more breaking even, so uh, it's hard. It's hard to generalize. It's really, uh, it, like I said, it really it is a mixed bag. I assume the the more affordable countries um, tend to be on the uh, the more affordable side of the spectrum. But is that actually the correlation? Like, is is Buenos Aires a more expensive retreat than Bali simply because Buenos Aires is more expensive than Bali? Absolutely, you nailed it. Okay. And same thing with Cape Town. It's just a matter of of the cost of living in those. In those countries and, and primarily the accommodation. 
So what kind of spaces do you rent out? Yeah, so it really depends on the location. Um, currently in Bali, we're in these beautiful Balinese villas um, that are that are nearby each other and in, in Ubud, actually. We're based in Ubud currently. Um, and in more urban environments like Medellin, Buenos Aires, um, Barcelona, where we're typically in apartments, um, you know, in one of the trendy uh, neighborhoods, you know, and we always try to be in the center of it, you know, where you want to be. Um, you know, with all of the, you know, the best, best cafes and bars and, and activities, places to go out and um, things along those lines. So it really just depends. The accommodation, um, the accommodation is different in each location just based on what, um, what there is to do and, and where you'd want to be. So. Okay. So I, I just have, uh, I just have one last question then. Um, sure. And it's about uh, another question just to you personally. I'm wondering okay. where where you call home and how much time you actually spend there. <laughs> yeah, it's been um, <laughs> it's been a funny one over the past few months. I I'm based in Oakland, California. I I would call home Philadelphia, where I was, where my family is, where I was born. Um, you know, but Oakland's definitely a second home. I, I have a few I have a few homes around the world. I would say, um, but for, currently it's in Oakland, and I don't spend almost any time there currently. <laughs> I've been there probably cumulatively three three weeks over the past several months. Um, I've actually subletted my room recently to uh, one of my best friends. And that's so, you know, it's, it's my home, but it's also her home. So um, <laughs> I'm just kind of um, passing through each time I go. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm on the road either with Unsettled or with one of my other client, as I mentioned. I, I travel quite a bit. Um, for them, or you know, just personally, I, I'm I'm now I'm now able to be free in that way. You know, I just work wherever my uh, wherever I'm able to have a connection and, and where I want to go, which for me was was always the dream. So, um, how many of these retreats do you do a year, you personally? Um, I you know, Unsettled is quite new, and so I you know I'm also quite new at Unsettled. I started at the end of 2016, so this is actually just my second retreat um, with them, and. Uh, my goal is definitely to do many more throughout the year. <laughs> right on. Well, I wish you the best of luck at it, and thanks, uh, thanks for chatting with us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Michael. Appreciate it. This has been a production of Outpost Travel Media. The show is produced and edited by Seth Earle and me, Michael Freeman. Our executive producers are Matt Robinson and Deborah Sanborn. Sound mixing assistance by David Spadavecchia, and our music is by Springtide. Thanks again to Alex for chatting with me. If you want to learn more about Unsettled, you can check them out at www.beunsettled.co. Lastly, if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes or anywhere else. This is our first season, so I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, leave us a comment and a rating while you're there. Thanks, and see you next time.